this was probably some of the best $100 registration fee I've ever invested in before. This has been a phenomenal experience and I am counting the days until I can come back next year. Well, hello, friends of Bill W. and other friends. You have landed on Sober Speak. My name is John M. I am an alcoholic, and we are glad you're all here, especially newcomers. Newcomers, that is, both to recovery as a whole and newcomers to this podcast. Sober Speak is a podcast about recovery centered around the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. My job here on Sober Speak is simple. My job is to provide a platform to the amazing stories of recovery all around us. Consider Sober Speak, if you will, your meeting between meetings. Please remember, we do not speak for AA or any 12 step community. We represent only ourselves. We are here to share our experience, strength, and hope with those who wish to come along for the ride. Take what you want and leave the rest at the curb for the trash man to pick up. Well, hello, lords and ladies. That was the voice of my friend, Miss Maria R., that you heard at the beginning of this episode. And you are going to hear much, much more from her in just a moment. But first things first. This episode is brought to you by Stephen, Ryan, Catherine, and Cassandra. You know what they did? They went to our website, SoberSpeak.com. They clicked on the PayPal Donate tab, and they made a contribution. Thank you so much, Stephen, Ryan, Catherine, and Cassandra, for your generosity This episode is for you. I thank you for your generous heart. From my heart to your generous heart, thank you for trusting me to do the right thing with the resources that you provide. I take that responsibility very seriously. All right, so I will be the chairperson, whether you like it or not. I am going to be the chairperson for this meeting between meetings, and I am truly honored, and I'm bowing now with little namaste hands or prayer hands. I'm truly honored and privileged to serve all of you listening in. I want to start it out with a something from a little something from our uh, secret Facebook group here that Steve R. posted, and once again, Steve R. is kind of like our... Daily Reflections guy, I don't know what else to call it. He comes in with a little quote from the big book or the 12 and 12 every day, puts it in there, and then he has a little snippet afterwards explaining what his experience has been with that. And Steve R. wrote, quote, life will mean something at last. The most satisfactory years of your existence lie ahead. And that is from page one. 52 in the big book. Let me read that again. Page 152 in the big book says, life will mean something at last. The most satisfactory years of your existence lie ahead. And I can tell you from my experience, that's a promise you can depend on. And anyway, Steve writes after that, self-respect and self-esteem are derived 
either from established beliefs or from present value. When we each serve others, living our unique and personal purpose, our value is raised, giving our lives meaning, first with others, sharing the same maladies, then in larger, larger circles, rippling outward, rippling outward, excuse me for butchering that. He says, help one, save many. Happy Thursday. He usually says help one save two, but uh, he's throwing me off a little bit there. Anyway, all right, so uh, I've already done first things first with you, but second things second. We had a little shindig last week on Friday night called Sober Speak Live, and it was with Jimmy D. Once again, my sincere thanks to Jimmy D. and all of the people that contributed to making that event happen. I'm scared if I started uh, thanking somebody, I would leave someone out, but there were there were tons of people involved in that. And from my heart to yours, I am so, so thankful. Uh, it was such, such a pleasure to see so many of you in attendance. And, uh, and many of you, many were able to listen in on the live stream audio through the secret Facebook group. And it was great to see all the comments you posted in there as well. And I absolutely, I absolutely loved it. And once again, thanks to Grace Avenue United Methodist Church for allowing us to host our event there. Uh, it was an absolute blast. All right. So I've had many people asking me, it, was this a one-time thing, this event with Jimmy D last Friday, or are we going to be having a follow-up Sober Speak Live? Well, I'm still trying to work out some details on that, but I will let you know as soon as I know something definitive. If you have a preference, you know, hey, email me, john at soberspeak.com. I'd love to hear from you uh, and see what your thoughts are on that. And also, I have had many people asking me, um, would I be, or will I be creating a podcast that came out of the e evening with Jimmy D the audio that we got out of that? And the answer is yes, we will definitely be creating a podcast. It's just going to take me some time to stitch that together. Uh, it's going to be a lot of work going into this one to get it to where I need to get it to be. But, uh, once again, thanks everybody who came out and everybody who supported that event. All right. So now Maria R., we're going to be talking to in just a moment. If you want to hear more of Maria R., and why wouldn't you? You can go back and listen to episode number 75. Hers is entitled, I Thought Alcohol Made Me a Better Mom. And uh, Maria and I, uh, along with about six, seven hundred other people, went to a, a conference at the end of July. And I know you all have heard me reference the conference. Uh, at least some of you have, uh, unless you're a, a new listener. But uh, we went to a conference at the end of July, early August called the Crested Butte Mountain Conference. And last year, I did a review of that conference in Crested Butte, Colorado with my friend Steve G after we returned from Crested Butte. But I wanted to record something while we were on site at CB. CB is what the cool people call Crested Butte. Uh, and I'm obviously cool. 
<laughs> nonetheless, while we were on site in Crested Butte at Studio B, and by the way, I got the, the name for that Studio B from my friend uh, Chris Yu, who I, recorded, uh, wh- who I recorded while we were up there last year. So anyway, we're just going to be going over a review of the Crested Butte 2019 conference, and I know you're going to uh, enjoy this. All right, just a couple of pieces of listener feedback, then we're going to go right into the episode. Stacy writes in on the Instagram. She writes in, she says, I'm currently in Missouri from Dallas helping with my little brother because my mom was recently diagnosed with lymphoma. Oh man. I'm unable to attend meetings while I'm up here because I'm taking care of him while my mom is in the hospital. I miss the fellowship, but grateful to get to be of service and practice the second part of step 12 back home. I listen to your podcast every night before I go to bed. It's a nice wind down to my day and I can still feel a part of Alcoholics Anonymous. There's always something I can take away. So far, my favorite episodes are Jimmy D, who just happened to be at our live event recently, uh, Jimmy D, one and two. I'm so disappointed that I will be missing him at Sober Speak Live tomorrow. He has so much good stuff to say. He makes me want to be a better AA member. I think everyone should listen to it. And I agree with you, Miss Stacy. By the way, she says, thank you so, so much for what you do. Well, Stacy, God bless you. God bless your mother. And in fact, if y'all are listening out there and you want to pr- throw up a prayer for Miss Stacy's mom and Stacy and the whole family uh, as she goes through this uh, uh, lymphoma, lymphoma battle, um, I think that would be fantastic. All right. And one other thing Carrie posted in the Facebook group, she said, one year, excuse me, I said Carrie, Casey posted in the Facebook group. She said, one year ago today, I completely messed up my son's birthday due to alcoholism. Today, we not only celebrate his 15th birthday with dinner, family, and lots of laughs, we celebrated my sobriety, being present, and successfully organizing the entire day, exclamation point. I even took him shopping for whatever he wanted. He picked more school clothes, smiley face. God is so amazing, and my heart is more than full today, exclamation point. Oh, that's so Good to hear. I absolutely love that, Miss Casey. I really do. So, all right. So, if you're not in the secret Facebook group and you want to be, send me your email with uh, actually send me your email associated to your Facebook account to John John at silverspeak.com. Obviously, the secret part is so we can protect anonymity, and there are so many amazing like-minded friends of Bill W. Allen on and other 12-step programs in that group. If you're not there, you're missing out. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can. We're at uh, at soberspeak, uh, all one word. And if you have not shared an episode or this podcast as a whole with a friend or family member, if you would take the time to pause your device and do such, I would be most appreciative. All right. Without 
further ado. That's such a, such, such a weird word, ado. What does that mean? I'm sure it sounds French-like, doesn't it? A little bit French. Ado, you know, uh, and there's nothing against that word if it is weird and it is French. But I like French people. I like French fries. I like a lot of French things. Anyway, I'm going way off track now. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please welcome Miss Maria R. Okay, everybody, so we are sitting here. When I say we, Maria R. and I are sitting here. Uh, once again, at Crested Butte, I know you're going to hear me say this a few times. We've done a few recordings in Crested Butte. Uh, it's just uh, uh, a spectacular place up here, isn't it, Maria? It sure is. It is beautiful. It This is truly God's country here. And so you're looking out behind me, and you can see what? Oh, Mountains galore, mountains and fresh air and green trees and people everywhere. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's it's absolutely beautiful. So this is going to be a little bit of a, I guess what you would call a special edition. By the way, Maria R. has been on the podcast in the past. Uh, Her, do you know your episode title and the number by any chance, Maria? I... I want to say it's 75, and the episode title was, I thought, Alcohol Made Me a Better Mom. That's right. Yes. Alcohol Made Me a Better Mommy or mm-hmm. Mom or Mom or something like that. That's right. And we talked about the soccer mom stuff right. and all that and stuff. Yeah. And I got a lot of feedback on that. A lot of very good feedback. Good. Good. It was all fun right. doing it. Good. So we are sitting here today, and last year, um, back when I say last year, back in 2018, um, I came up here to the mountain, uh, to the Crested Butte Annual Conference. And by the way, it's in Crested Butte. It's called the Crested Butte Mountain Conference. Uh, this year, it is from July 28th to August 2nd. Um, and you can look that up online. I can't, do you remember the, uh, oh, here's the uh, uh, website. It is CB, like Crested Butte, conference.org. Org. So and this you, is the 36th one. This is the 36th one. And I have been to, I think, six of these in the past throughout my sobriety. Mm-hmm. And this is how many for you, Miss Maria? This is my very first. Very first. And not only did you come, but you brought your family along with you. But hold on just a second. I, I meant to kind of, I, I got off track there. I... Uh, this is a, uh, like I said, a kind of a special edition type of, uh, episode because what we're going to do is walk you through kind of what a conference is like, at least what the Crested Butte Mountain Conference is like. Now, there are all kinds of different AA slash Al-Anon conferences throughout the world. Uh, This one, it's a little bit unique, uh, but we just want to kind of walk you through this. And the purpose to go through this is for those of you who have thought about coming to a conference before, uh, have considered it in, in the past, we want to give you an idea of what what, what conferences are like. Uh, I, I have no affiliation with the Crested Butte Conference. Neither does uh, Maria. Besides, we come to this and we've really enjoyed it. And we want to kind of walk people through what it would be like uh, if you ever decide to come to either this conference or go to another conference. So, all right, Maria. So with that being said, um, what prompted you to actually come up to this conference? Well, I have a, two women in my home group that 
that I'm friends with that have been talking about it for a couple of years. But I guess I, I don't know. It just seemed like it was the right time. I'm five and a half years sober and um, I'm just at that right point in my sobriety where I felt like I'm um, I'm kind of just bursting to grow. Like I just want to keep learning. I I love the big the big book. I have this real passion for the program, and this just kind of seemed like the next step. And the the fact that I could combine it with a family vacation, and we've been to Colorado skiing before, um, but we've never been here during the summer. And I've always wanted to come during the summer. So it just kind of was perfect timing. So when you first decided you were going to come, was your family involved with that plan? Or did you think, hey, I'm going to come by myself and then I'll ask the family if they want to go along? Right. Well, initially, I I thought I was just going to come by myself. Um, and, and only because I don't want to push my family. I, I, I don't want to push the program of AA or Al-Anon or Alateen or whatever it is. On my family, I, you know, we, we talk about attraction, not promotion. And um, my family attends a couple of meetings here and there, but nobody's really working a program like I am. So I didn't want them to be uncomfortable and feel like, um, you know, like when we walk into an AA meeting and we think everybody's going to look like they live underneath a bridge and, and have a paper bag in their hand. I, I didn't want them to have that illusion and that scare them from wanting to attend. Um, so initially I, I suggested that I really wanted to come to this conference and then little by little, you know, the rest of the family jumped on and said, well, we want to go to Colorado during the summer too. <laughs> and it literally, this came together in a month. I got my tickets probably on like within the last couple of days that they were on sale. When and you say the tickets, the tickets to the conference, to the conference. Right. And from that moment, we just kind of went full throttle and started planning everything out. But I was going to be content to kind of come by myself. Um, and I worried about how I was going to make sure that my family was incorporated into my week and allow me to have enough time to attend the conference, meet people, go to sessions, hear speakers, um, and just learn from it. And it's it's really been pretty easy, pretty simple to, to make it all happen. That's great. So you came with your husband and three children, I believe, Right. Correct? My husband and my three kids are, and they're not really kids anymore. They're adults. They're 18, 19, and 21. Um, you know, so the other thing is we're kind of at that tail end where our kids at some point aren't going to want to come along on vacations with us. So we really, we're at a, at a different turning point in our lives. Um, so we had to make sure that this conference was going to have enough for their age bracket to do, enough activities to keep them busy. And has that proved out? Absolutely. Yeah, there's so much here to do in Colorado. But, um, you know, if, if, if I can backtrack for one second, my, my daughter is 21, almost 22, and she's come to a couple of meetings with me here and there, um, just open AA. But she, she really, I think she was very nervous about 
attending, coming here. And, and I have to tell you, she came to, I guess it was like maybe Monday, Monday morning. She walked into one of the, one of the, I think the lodge with me. And so let's just describe that real quick. There's okay. a, this kind of a, a central place where most of the meetings take place This one particular right. hotel. Is that what you're thinking of? Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And she was registering with me and, and, and I did not register any of my children ahead of time. Again, I did not want to push them on, this on them. I only registered myself and my husband. And my thought process really was if, they attend stuff that's great if you know i just wanted to let god work his magic however it was going to happen was really going to be okay with me so i was getting registered and i think laney just kind of looked around and saw that you know everybody looked kind of normal and then she saw that there was an ala 20s group that was being and i don't know if this is the very first year or the second year and she suddenly got interested. And by three o'clock that afternoon, she was <laughs> getting herself involved with the Ala 20s group, we had met four or five of them. By that evening, they were getting together for a spaghetti dinner. The next night, they were doing a game night. They were going to meetings. And she has just blown me away. And it's because this, this program is so the, the people in this program are so beautiful and so um, open and friendly and, and willing, especially and if you've got a red dot on your name tag, it means that you're a first timer and people are exceptionally friendly and always asking, you know, do you have any questions? Can we help you? Where do you want to go? And it's it's been a great experience. Yep. You got the red dot on your badge and right. kind of telling people that you're first. I mean, there. and the good news is I've seen a ton of red dots this year, which means the conference is going to continue to grow because people will come back once they experience it once. Uh, I mean, not everybody, but, you know, a vast majority of those people will. Um, and as you know, uh, or I guess you know this, the conference was actually sold out this year. Right. So you have to pre-register ahead of time. Uh, you can't just come on site and register. Now, it doesn't mean you can't come to the city of Crested Butte, but uh, in, as in terms of being allowed into the meetings and, you know, what, whatever, um, you have to register for that. So, all right. So let's kind of start at the end here and then go back to the beginning because you and I, uh, you and I, and actually two of your children, mm -hmm. uh, along with about five other people just got through with a uh, zip line adventure. Yeah. That was a new experience for me. <laughs> That's right. And so I was not, uh, you know, but until last night, until you mentioned something about the zip line last night, I was not, it was not even on my radar. I'm glad I went. Uh, I'll try to explain that a little bit about you, especially you, your daughter and your son and what all y'all experienced. Well, so it was me and my daughter and my son and then these three other little kids that were probably, I don't know, eight to 12. Um, and so the five of them, they had already ziplined in their life. They knew what was going on, but I didn't. And I, I prayed a whole lot <laughs> while I was up there, um, especially that first time. I, you know, all you can do is trust that those ropes are going to hold you and you've got enough equipment uh, on your body to hold you 
through that zip line. And it was really fun. It was very, I'm glad that I did it. I'm glad that I can say, you know, oh, I know what it's like to zip line. It was a good experience. Kind of a metaphor for recovery, if you will. In fact, uh, you know, we had to trust that those guys who were up there with all that equipment, uh, two young guys, uh, that they knew what they were talking about. And they had been before us, and they had seen this done many times over, uh, and they knew it would be a little bit scary, uh, but they, uh, they were our guides, uh, much like you would have a sponsor or anybody else right. in the program. Uh, and that one kid... <laughs> That was actually pretty funny. He lowered your daughter down, <laughs> and then right as her feet separated from the platform, he yelled, Oh, no, hold on. <laughs> she had the most terrified look I've ever seen on her face. And it was a joke. I guess it's this yeah. funny little thing that they right. do once in a while, just, you know. Just to kind of shake things yeah. up. Oh, my gosh. I've never seen that look on her face before. I guess he sized her up and thought she'll be able to take a joke, and she actually uh, went with it pretty well after she figured out she wasn't really going to fall and hit the ground. Um, All right. So, So once again, I said this conference goes for about a week. In fact, this time it went from July 28th to August 2nd, and the August 2nd is the Friday night, and then a lot of people will leave on the Saturday morning. So right. when did you all get here? What Did you get here last Friday, Saturday? We got here Sunday. We left, um, we drove, and we left on Saturday, and then got here Sunday. And so you're driving up from... The from, state of from Texas. So did you dig it in? Did you do it in one day? Do it in two days? No, we did it in two days. Okay, we did it in two days. So you stopped somewhere in between uh, and uh, kind of camped out, so to speak, right. well, in a hotel, or, right? Right. You're like me. Uh, roughing it is like black and white TV or something <laughs> like that. All right. So, uh, so so you got here Sunday. You got here Sunday. You checked into your. Uh, you had a condominium up here, right? Yeah, we have a, a townhouse right across the street from all the activity here, so it's just um, a five-minute walk. What was the drive home. like? Do you all remember? Do you remember seeing the mountains as you came in, such like that? You know, I am born and raised a Michigan girl, and I'm always a Michigan girl. So I love the outdoors. Um, I love the Four Seasons. So even though I've been in Texas longer than I lived in Michigan. I've never grown to, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Texas folks, but I've never grown to love Texas. <laughs> it's just not, not home to me. And so all I saw was flat land for a very long time. And um, it seemed like once we got to New Mexico, things kind of, the scenery changed. Brightened and, up. But boy, I was shocked at how that second day drive. I mean, it seemed like hours and hours that we were driving in and out of the mountains. And um, one of my kids got car sick and we had to pull over. And um, yeah, but boy, what a beautiful, beautiful did you give drive. them that Did you give your child whatever it was that Dramamine? We will on the way out okay. <laughs> tomorrow for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Well, good. All right. So you get here on Sunday after the long drive. Uh, you kind of check in. Uh, did you go to that? I think there's a meeting on Sunday night, if I remember right. There was. We went to the newcomers meeting. And um, it, truthfully, there wasn't a whole lot um, that I learned there other than 
and this is tr- the truth, is to hydrate and use a lot of sunscreen. Oh, uh, so and it was one spray. of those uh, meetings that uh, kind of teaches you what to do throughout the right, world. like an informational meeting, right? Right. So there weren't any. Uh, I can't even remember. I don't know. I don't think there were uh, any uh, AA meetings. But so throughout the there week, was the the one at the high school. Oh yes, yes. I yes. didn't. We didn't go to that. Yeah, I, so but I, I'd, I'd heard about that. Right. So I went down there, and just so people know what that is, is basically there is a local group here in Crested Butte. When I say a local group, a local Alcoholics Anonymous group, and I'm assuming this is their biggest meeting of the year when we come up. Uh, but uh, uh, there's probably seven. Six to 700 people that are registered for this uh, particular conference. And so what they do is the local group goes down to the local high school and they have a couple of different speakers there and they did very well and everybody kind of gathers up. And so it's a large speaker meeting is what it comes down to in the high school. Um, So I went to that on Sunday night. Then as you get into the week, the basic setup is this every morning there is a meeting. Did you make any of the sunrise meetings? Morning? I did. Okay. I did the meditation. Okay. So you went to the meditation actually. Mm-hmm. Great. At 7.15. So, so you go to, there is a 7.15 to 7.45 meditation meeting every morning, Monday through Friday. And I was, I was curious how they were going to make that happen so that it would feel like a meditation, like kind of that quiet silence. And they did a great job. They had the lights turned down. There was soft music um, kind of that Indian flute music in the background. And the the one that I went to was a guided meditation. Okay, so somebody guides you. And what was, just out of curiosity, what was the guiding like? What, was it like a you're floating into a harbor or something um, like that? I remember that she wanted everybody just to find kind of their perfect spot in the world, whether it was a beach or, you know, being in a mountain somewhere. Um, so we had to visualize that, you know, it, kind of the whole meditation centered around that vision. Okay. So that, that happens from 7.15 to 7.45. And and you know what I have to say too, I was really surprised. That was a full house. I don't know how many chairs they had set up. What, um, 40, 50 within a oh, room, something like that. Oh, I'd say at least 50. And yeah. then I know myself, I sat on the floor and, and I wanted to, um, and a lot of people did as well. Sat on the Ooh. floor and kind of stretched a little bit before it started. Um, so I was kind of impressed with how many people got up for a 715 meditation. meditation. Yeah, That's great. That's great. Okay. So then right after that, every day is an eight o'clock AM to nine o'clock AM closed AA discussion meeting. And then there's also an Al-Anon discussion meeting, but I think the, the largest group is the closed AA discussion meeting. And it's on top of a restaurant that is here in town. And did you go to any of those? That was my favorite meeting. I went to that three times. So why don't you describe that meeting to people? Well, the restaurant is at the bottom of the, the chairlifts. So you're you're looking out at the mountains everywhere in every direction. There's mountains. And so it's probably best to tell people this is actually a ski resort for the most right. part. And right. so that's why there's chairlifts. Uh, but anyway, so you're at the base of those chairlifts and it's looking out at the mountain, that majestic right. mountain. Right. And I, I attended that meeting three times and it was only yesterday that there was a little bit of rain that came in about 845. So we ended it early but um boy what what a beautiful way to start a day to i mean to be outside and 
breathing cool, fresh air surrounded by people in sobriety talking about my favorite topic, you know, my program. Yeah. And and I'm learning and I'm hearing voices from all over the country. And, and, and you just know that God is right there listening. Yeah. It was, it's really beautiful. Very nice. And talk about the temperatures here versus Texas, especially. Oh my gosh, that we could not wait to get, when we were driving here, we, you know, we could feel it cooling off and it takes so long to get out of Texas. I mean, you're in Texas for what, six, seven hours alone. At least. Um, so it takes, a, in fact, it was really probably the next morning that we woke up that we noticed that the te- there was a temperature change, but yeah, it's been about 45 in the morning, um, and maybe 75 during the day, mm-hmm. just perfect weather. So you're out there at that morning meeting on that deck outside and it's, you know, it's, there's a chill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, uh, it's, uh, like I said, it's much different than sitting outside at Texas in August. Right. Uh, well, the Michigan girl in me loved that because I love wearing my, my coats and vests and stuff. And, um, that's where I'm, I'm my comfiest. So I, I love that. All right, so let me do a little break here, and then we'll continue on. So we will be continuing our conversation with Maria R. regarding Cresta Butte in just a moment. Just a reminder, you are listening to Sober Speak. You can find us on the web at www.soberspeak.com. There you can find also, if you wish to, use the donate button if and only if the spirit moves you. Please keep in mind, this is a podcast funded by you, the listener. SoberSpeak is a self-supporting organization through our own contributions. We are not we are not allied with any sect, denomination, politics, organization, or institution. We do not wish to engage in any controversy, neither endorse nor oppose any causes. All right, so the basic setup, we'll go back to this. Uh, once again, as you come in in the morning, and uh, if you want to come to the early m- morning meditation meeting, and then you have the 8 o'clock to 9 a.m. Um, uh, closed AA discussion on the top of Butte 66 restaurant, uh, right at the base of the mountains. And then, um, then they go to 10.30 a.m. with a variety of meetings at 10 30 a.m to 11 30 a.m and uh, some of those are open aa discussion meetings some of them are closed aa discussion meetings some of them those are al-anon discussion meetings um and so why don't you talk about any of those thus far maria that have possibly stood out to you in terms of the meetings that you attended during that uh 10 30 to 11 30 a.m slot you know, it's funny because it seems like almost every meeting I go to, no matter what the topic is, and um, I'm looking like on Monday, the 1030 was the AA was the on the doctor's opinion. And then the next day was about the serenity prayer. But no matter what meeting I go to, it seems it always ends up being about gratitude here. That's right. <laughs> I think it's just there, there's such a sensation of of being grateful while you're sitting, um, well, while you're in, in Colorado, you know, again, surrounded by these meetings. But um, I love that there's a, a real um, diversity in the amount of sobriety here. There's somebody here with seven days um, the other night that 
that that was introduced and and then I think the oldest sobriety was 43 yeah 43 years, years that's correct and there were three and there were three people. way tie yeah, for that yeah there were three of them um and there're people from all over the country um attending as well as people from all over the country that are chairing these meetings so it's just a really good um that it just a good feel for um, for for AA and and I can't speak to the Al-Anon side, but you know their topics. Um, I've snuck into a couple, or or I've heard my my husband or my daughter talk a little bit about them. But um, I I kind of want to use this guide, bring it home, and and steal some topics, some discussion I, topics for, right. for chairing meetings from it. Yeah. So just to give you an idea on what some of these topics looks like, and Maria has mentioned a couple of them already, but uh, some of them like for the Al-Anon discussion are changed attitudes can aid recovery. Uh, the one that I ended up going to on, um, uh, on that, the first Monday morning was, it was a closed AA discussion. It was called our dilemma, lack of power. And so, like Maria said, there, there's so many different topics that come up, um, and it's really like you, you can't go wrong, so to speak. It's just kind of a, uh, a preference, and sometimes I would kind of hop back and forth between a couple of different meetings. Oh, sure. This morning, there were two or three meetings that I, that I wanted to go to, and I, and I shared this in the meeting I ended up going to. It, I got on the elevator, and I just prayed that God would put me in the right room. Because I, I was torn between which of the three um, d- meetings to, to attend, and um, he put me in the right one. There you go. <laughs> and, and I've kind of done the same thing. I, my wife would ask me a couple times, um, which meeting are you going to when you get over there? And I said, you know, I'm not real sure. I would just mm-hmm. take that little guide out of the back of my pocket, and there's usually a... Um, Floors two, three, or four, or sometimes five, and you just pick a pick a floor, yeah. go off there, and there's a meeting going on, and that's kind of the neat thing about it is you can find uh, so many different meetings. That, but, uh, and you know, I'm sorry to interrupt. I I was just thinking though that again because this is a family conference, um, there's so many meetings that go. On. I I should have counted them. I mean, all day long, there's so many meetings that happen, and. So for me to start with meditation at 7.15 and then do the 8 o'clock meeting and um, maybe to 10.30 and be done by 11.30, I would choose to use the rest of the afternoon for family time. And that's when we would do activities. And then I would usually hop back at least for the 8 o'clock speaker meeting. So there's plenty of time to, um, to incorporate my family vacation with my with my conference and you know that was my biggest concern and it's just worked out perfectly yeah and everyone's a little bit different some people want to go do nothing but activities the whole time and some people are more kind of relaxed about it they don't want to be running around from activities to uh to meetings and stuff like that and they go more to the meetings and so anyway um like like we've said many times over there's all kinds of variety so then every day after that 10.30 to 11.30 a.m. discussion meeting, they'll have another discussion meeting from 2 o'clock p.m. to 3 o'clock p.m. And um, I, once again, uh, here are just some uh, kind of uh, examples from the first day. One of the meetings is living in the now. 
the Al-Anon discussion was unity in relationships. Uh, then there were some Al-Anon basic discussions. It says alcoholism, a family disease. And uh, it, it just goes on and on. And then after that, the 2 to 3 o'clock, then what do you have in the end of the day, Miss Maria? Um, the, the 8 o'clock speaker. I'm sorry. I, I meant to, and I caught you off guard there, but the workshops. Probably oh, like we're I'm going sorry. I'm day. sorry. Okay, and so have the you workshops, been to any of the workshops? I, I did go to a couple of workshops. They have a different taste, I guess, than the open discussions where it usually is a couple of people that are kind what if maybe four people? Yeah. Okay. Um and a panel group, but it it is a a discussion meeting, the ones it that I went to. Yeah, the the only difference I would say is that uh, when it says workshop, they have a discussion meeting, but then there's usually some prepared sort of work. Uh, in other words, there may be some sort of exercise. When I say work, they'll hand out a worksheet and a, pe- and a pen. Mm-hmm. And you write down, you know, some things about... Uh, uh, either uh, transitions in relationships or working two programs, AA and Al-Anon, uh, surrender and acceptance. Uh, and this was a popular one. This was a big room of uh, the, the resentments, past, present, <laughs> and future. Yeah. So, you know, people come there and not only do, the, do you get to have a meeting and hear people talking about it, then you get to do some of the work that is involved around that and uh, be able to take that not only, you know, uh, through the day, but through the week and maybe pass that on to somebody else. So it's like, like this, right. it's a workshop. And, and you know what, I'll, I'll talk about that resentments, past, present and future. That was one that my husband and myself and my daughter all wanted to attend. And I purposely kind of stayed out of the room. I went to another meeting um, and then bailed out of that like halfway through and then went to the res- resentments one and i and i did that just I, I wanted to give them a little bit of space and if and if i had gotten there halfway through and seen that or, or felt like maybe i should kind of back off a little bit i would have but that wasn't the case at all and my daughter um was telling me that prior to me walking into the room she had shared that her biggest concern with getting a registration was that she was worried it was going to stir up some past hurts and past resentments. And she said that, you know, just being a a conference attendee has really helped her kind of work through a little bit of that. And and again, I don't know where her journey is going to lead her. I don't, I'm not going to swear that she's now going to be, you know, going to Al-Anon meetings or anything. That's her journey. Um, but the seed has been planted for sure. And I I think, you know, she's, she's been to other throughout the week. I'm going to guess she's been to two or three speaker meetings. She's been to a handful of the, the daytime meetings and, um, it, it's just, there's something for everyone here. There's so many topics. I, there are times where we've had family activities planned, and I'm actually disappointed that, <laughs> that we've had We can't like rearrange our family activities so that I could go to a, a, a session instead. But That's right. 
So those are those are every day from three thirty to five. Those Monday workshops, and then at the uh, then everybody usually goes off, has dinner, do whatever they're going to do, and then um, then there's kids activities from like seven thirty p.m. to ten thirty p.m. every day. When I say kids activities, there's oh gosh, there's a whole Alatine uh, and Alatwenty. Uh, um, organization here and, and then Ala, there's a, what do you call them? Ala tots or, you know, below yeah. that, whatever that yeah. is, below the 10, uh, there's, there's activities for them and there, there's a, and you know, that's why a lot of some of the parents that come up here like it, because they can go and attend their meetings and feel very safe and very comfortable that their kids are being, treated in the right way and they're learning some good stuff and that they're they're they they have some camaraderie with other children their age um so there's there's so much for the uh for the, for the youngsters to do well and from what i understand um there's kind of like two programs for the kids that are going on at once where it's the 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 lodge their camp counselors that they normally have on staff for the summer that are doing um, a lot of the kids' activities. And then also my friend Sabrina heads up the kids' programs mm-hmm. um, on behalf of the AA. Sabrina B. Yeah. A big shout yeah. out to Sabrina Happy B. Happy birthday today. Is it's today her, her birthday? Yeah, her, her AA birthday oh, today. Oh, that's fantastic. We were sitting in a, the 8 o'clock meeting today, and all of a sudden, she was sitting right next to me, and she, she looked at me, and she goes, oh, my gosh. And I said, what? And she goes, today's my birthday. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, um, But she heads up the program for um, – in what I, I, I've heard from her, and I don't know a lot about it. But I know that they do activities that are like Al-Anon based or Alatots based or whatever you call it. Um, for instance, they'll talk about perseverance or they'll talk about brotherly love. Um, you know, so they have topics that are relatable to to, to this program with children. Right. I noticed that banner that they made and basically what it looks like they're doing is taking, you know, there there's theoretically a a principle that is associated with every step. One of those is brotherly love. One of those is honesty. You know, the whole nine yards is like 12 principles. And I think what they're doing is they're probably focusing on those 12 principles that are associated with the steps. Right. Well, and the other thing is I have personally met several Alateens and Alatwenties this week who have been coming to this conference since before they were born every year They've grown up in this this program. They've when you say grown, before they were born, like in the womb, yeah, in the right? womb, they are yeah. <laughs> they are coming along to this program. Um, so they, you know, they they've got a, a lot of they've got a lot of knowledge, and and I know my my daughter again because she's so new to this. She did say that she was really impressed with these kids, that they just seem to have a level of maturity. There's something about them that she noticed that was that's different, which is really saying a lot for this program and their parents. Very nice. Very nice. Okay, so... So you have the 3.30 to 5 workshops, and then everybody kind of goes out and has a little bit of dinner or rest or whatever they're going to do. And then kind of the 
I guess the capper to every day, uh, the, the, the big event, if you will, is where I'm assuming there's six, 700 of us, uh, both AAs and Al-Anon gather up together in a large uh, conference room. And there is a speaker for the night. Uh, it's usually some speaker that, uh, you know, I hate to use this term, but it's a, what they call a circuit speaker, mm-hmm. you know, somebody who's generally been speaking, been doing this for years and years and years and they'll come in and they uh, will give their experience strength and hope and their story generally speaking is very inspirational um, and it's always just a kind of good way to cap off the night well and what's nice about these speakers too is that they're normally um, you know this conference draws a lot of people from Texas and so these speakers are all from California and I think was one New Jersey and who was mm-hmm. Nashville. And yes. So these are speakers that we haven't heard before. Georgia. Most likely. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's been, that's been a good thing. Yeah. So, uh, and just so uh, what Maria mentioned there, and I think we talked about this last year on the 2018 version of our review of Crested Butte with Mr. Steve G. I think we talked about that, uh, the, the history and the vast majority of people that are up here at this conference. I mean, not all, obviously, but they are from Texas and they all just kind of mm-hmm. drive up here, fly up here, do whatever they're going to do. And it is uh, because the people who started this meeting way back when, and I hope I get the history right. And like Maria said, it was what, 36 years ago. Is that mm-hmm. right? Right. There was a gentleman here, David Musselwhite, I believe that is the name. Uh, he has passed on now, uh, and he had come up here for just a family vacation. And he thought, wow, wouldn't it be great to have a conference up here, a family-oriented conference? And so they started something years and years ago, and and here it is now, 36 years later. Right. So, uh, all right. Um, what about the activities? What sort of activities did you do besides, the obviously, the, um, the, the zip lining the that zip we just line. talked about? Um, we have been busy, let me tell you. Um, we, now, in fact, your family just left. They were going out to the, the Black Devil or something like that. I, what was the, the Devil's name? Punch Bowl. Devil's Punch Bowl. I think that's, what, I think what, that's what it was called. Which is what? Like a Well, a my husband has his dream car, which is a Jeep. Mm-hmm. And he has never been able to take it outside of Texas. Well, no, I take that back. He's gone to Michigan. Um, but you know, the best place in the world to have a Jeep is in Colorado, right? So he has just been itching to get that out um, and do a little bit of off-roading, which will be new to him. So everybody say a prayer right now that (laughs) he and my son are safe. Um, But yeah, they were, as as I was coming to do this, they were on their way out the door to go to drive to this devil's punch bowl. And I guess that there's a beautiful lake in the center of it. And um but we did um, whitewater rafting the other day, and and you know it's something I've never done before. And you look it, like you got a little bit of sun there, best I could tell. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> There's, I don't think you can't get sun here. It's yeah. so you're so close to the sun, even with sunscreen. Yeah, and the clouds. It feels like you can reach up and touch the clouds. Yeah, yeah. But it, it was funny because they spent a good twenty minutes preparing us for worst case scenario. And I was, I was really 
worried. You I was really frightened water? about the whitewater rafting. And and they're telling us, you know, all these these code words that if you hear this, then you need to do this. And if you hear this, then go this way. And I was really terrified. And I ended up having a blast. I I didn't want it to end. I, I think we went five and a half miles down the river. I want to say it was the Taylor River. Um, our guide was just phenomenal. And um, because we're conference attendees, we got a special rate oh. um, with the conference. Um, there are lots and lots of activities that you, you can do and all with, with a, a discounted rate. Good. All right. So we we did the whitewater rafting. Um, my husband and I, yesterday, we went fly fishing. And, and I posted this on your Sober Speak secret group. We saw the movie A River Runs Through It years ago, oh, 15, 20 years ago. And ever since then, we've been a little bit obsessed with just wanting to, to try this fly fishing thing. So um, they, it, was, it was just an incredible thing. Incredible, incredible. We, they took us out about 20 miles and into just nothingness. No internet, no nothing but mountains and rivers and waterfalls and nature and we did three hours of fly fishing and didn't catch anything <laughs> <laughs> that's okay right? but we had fun right um and what else have we done that i think it's terrible i'm sure that's there's okay. something else no, we've done okay. but it seems right. like the week has been so busy um, you know, just going into town is beautiful. The cre- downtown Little Crested Butte is just as cute as can be and great restaurants. That's um, right. And, you know, and, and I'll say on that, you know, our kids, uh, they're still teenagers and uh, we feel very comfortable just letting them loose and they get on that little bus and they go downtown Crested Butte yeah. and then they come back up. And, uh, and like you said, there's all kinds of shops, you know, my wife likes to... And my daughter like to stop in the shops and look at all the, I don't know, whatever people look at when they right. go into their shops. Right. <laughs> and uh, and there's, like you said, there's all kinds of nice little restaurants too. So, You know, B, I don't want to forget to mention, because this kind of was an activity too, um, on two, was it Tuesday morning was the meeting in the meadow. I think that's what it was called. We took the... Um, the lift way, way, way up to the, as, as high as that lift would go. I, I think it was like two miles up. It was, it was a long trip. Um, another frightening experience, but thank goodness there's a, there's a bar you can put in front of you. Um, and then we had to hike up it. I, I don't really know how long of a hike it was. It wasn't that bad, but we definitely between the altitude and, and just hiking, we, it, we had to take it slow and steady. But once we got there, we had a meeting oh. with about 50 people right Very there on nice. the mountaintop, another just spectacular spiritual oh, right. meeting. Yeah. That's a 12,000 feet up right at the top of the yeah. mountain there. Yeah. 
Very nice. Um, and I want to also mention that uh, there are what they call, uh, we've been talking about the families and such here, but there also, there's a big program for what they call solo activities. I, I, they used to call it singles, but for whatever reason, it's called solo activities now. And they also have a, a schedule for infants and toddlers activities, two months to three years old. Um, and so I'm sure you can get all that online, but I just want to let you know there's a little bit of something for everybody yeah and one last thing before we close it out here do you happen to know whose birthday it may be tomorrow a belly button birthday a belly button birthday well i think it's mine well happy birthday miss maria happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday dear maria happy birthday to you thank you john and many more (laughs) thank you very much all right so um Anything else that you want to add before we close out this, the 2019 version of Crest Butte? I I don't know. All I can say is this was probably some of the best $100 registration fee I've ever invested in before. This has been a phenomenal experience, and I am counting the days until I can come back next year. Um, All right. Thank you, Miss Maria, for coming you're welcome. by. Welcome. Thanks for and having me. In fact, you're gonna you're about to go out to another uh, workshop, aren't you? I am. <laughs> What's the name of that workshop no, you're going to? Do goodness. you have it? What's what today? A... Friday. Yes. They're oh, they're doing a speaker panel today that I don't know much about, but I've heard. People tell me, don't miss it. And what's the name of this? The spiritual life is not a theory, and it's got one, two, three, four, five different panelists. Okay. We'll have to go over there and see that. I may try to go and myself. Then close out with, uh, um, let's see, the NAA speaker at eight o'clock, and then this I'm I'm really interested in the ten p.m. ten p.m. meeting, which they have every night. This one is what this conference has meant to me. It's the closing. That's right, session. and I forgot to mention that. Thank you very much. There is a ten o'clock p.m. meeting every night as well with for my those of you Claudia who are the Rick. night owls. Oh, Claudia and Rick, yeah. fantastic. All right, Miss Maria. Well, thank you very much for coming in here to uh, help to record this episode with me. I sure do appreciate it. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. How about Maria R., that Michigander? If you have any questions for her or you have any questions about the conference, feel free. Feel more than free. I, you know, I, I hear that term a lot, more than free. What does that mean? If you're more than free, what are you, like the freest or freer of all time? I don't know. But anyway, feel more than free to reach out to me uh, at John, J-O-H-N, at SoberSpeak.com. All right, now on to a little listener feedback. And why am I singing listener feedback? I have no idea. Anyway, um, Our first piece of listener feedback is an iTunes review. And by the way, I don't know who this person is. I know what their, I guess you call this a handle or their Apple name or whatever it is that they write. So I don't have a name, but whoever you are on iTunes, I'm so glad that you wrote this. It says uh, it was from July 23rd, 2019. And it says, great content, excellent sound quality, soft-spoken, tranquil voice. 
I'm assuming that's talking about me, but who knows? I, I, maybe I'm soft-spoken sometimes and trickle sometimes, but other times I can get a little worked up, as you folks know. But thank you. Anyway, it says, whichever fellowship you're in, you'll enjoy and look forward to listening to John M. and his guests. Well, thank you, mystery person from July 23rd of 2019 on Apple. I, mm, I am most most appreciative. All right. Terry M writes in and she says, I'm 54, late to recovery, 18 months sober, forever grateful. I was a party girl, quote unquote, all of my life and never imagined myself sober with a manageable life, no DUIs or arrests. I was functional, functionally employed mother but a heck of a lot of bad choices. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that, Miss Terry. Every aspect of my life was unmanageable. The quote best unquote story, be, the, the quote best unquote story of how pathetic I had gotten. Thought I had a stroke four years ago in the middle of the night. Called my grown daughter in the morning to take me to the ER, and it turns out that I had swigged my prescription cough syrup the night before, just being sloppy. Not for a buzz. I really was sick and coughing and drinking. My typical swig was a pretty was pretty big just from my drinking habit, literally taking big gulps and anything I was drinking. So anyway, it didn't even occur to me that the cough syrup was why I was hallucinating and feeling stroke-like symptoms. <laughs> I'm so sorry there, Miss Terry. Anyway, she said, I had a CAT scan and I was so relieved that I didn't have a stroke that I bought a 12-pack upon discharge from the hospital to celebrate. Oh, we do crazy things, don't we? Anyway, it took me two more years of daily drinking until I went to my first AA meeting, and it changed my life. Big heart, Terry. Well, big heart back at you, Terry. Thank you for writing in. Donna writes in from down under. She says, by the way, Donna, I've got a question. Does the water in the toilet really spin in the opposite direction down there in Australia. Just curious. Okay. Uh, I, I, it probably does. I've heard that all my life, but believe it or not, I've been to a lot of places, but I've never been to Australia. You crikey or whatever that is. I'm supposed to say about Australian people. Anyway, getting back to what Donna wrote in, she says, hi, John, my name is Dorina. Excuse me, Dorina. I had a cursor that was <laughs> over the top of Donna's name. And it looked like Dorina from some reason. Anyway, she says, hi, John. My name is Donna, and I'm an alcoholic from Melbourne, Australia. My home group is Roxburgh Park Daily Reflections Saturday Group. That's a mouthful. Well, anybody listening in, listening in from the Roxburgh Part Daily Reflection Saturday group. Hello, mate. Anyway, she says sober date is 23-12-2013. Now, she did that in the European fashion, 
here in America, we would say, and I'm not saying we're right, right? Even though we always think we're right, but nonetheless, uh, about most things. Uh, uh, she said uh, her sober date is 23-12-2013. Now, here in America, we would say 12-23-2013. But, Donna, I'm so sorry, I digress. She said, I will send you a more informative email very soon. I am really loving your podcast in all caps. Let me read that again. I am really loving your podcast in all caps. She says, John, I am really interested in becoming a member of your Facebook family for many reasons, but mainly is because I want to see your AA shindig you're holding on the 31st of August. Well, we've passed that. I don't think you got in quite in time to see that, Donna, but nonetheless, you'll be in for the next one if we ever have it. Uh, she says, in fact, she says, which I believe is today. Uh, it's September 1st here, 9, 10 a.m. in the morning. And uh, so I'm hoping I haven't missed it. But nonetheless, uh, maybe she was busy watching that toilet go around the wrong way and she missed her chance at that. Uh, uh, you know, I meant the toilet water. She says, I hope I haven't missed my opportunity to join before you start, as I'm sure you have been very busy getting everything organized, so I will wait patiently for my invite. Enjoy, and you will hear from me soon, Donna, in Melbourne, Australia. And then she puts AA rocks in all big capital letters. Well, you know, Donna, right back at you. AA rocks. I'm in your court on that one. I am in your corner on that one. Anyway. Barry writes in from London. We're getting quite international here. And Barry says, Hi, John. I hope this finds you well. Greetings from London. You kindly spoke with me via Zoom back in April. I do remember that very, I very much remember that, Mr. Barry. I was feeling very desperate and sent the below email to you. John, on the 2nd of August, 2019, I re-entered a four-week residential 12-step rehab, and I am now 28 days sober. Fantastic for you, Mr. Barry. Fantastic. It's in the early days, but I'm embracing recovering and heading to my first AA meeting this evening outside of rehab. That's great. I continue to listen to Sober Speak podcasts and they are and, and they form my part of my wider recovery toolbox. Wishing you, your family, and the wider Sober Speak community who is listening to you right now or who's listening to me, but I'm reading your words, my best wishes. One day at a time, Barry will keep me posted, Mr. Barry. God bless you. And I'm so glad that you are 28 days sober. And I want to hear about that first AA meeting after you got back into the swing of thing. Kath D writes in from the United Kingdom, by the way. Uh, she says, I am six months into Alcoholics Anonymous and now, and my life now makes sense. It is, it is as it should be and will remain that way as long as I stick with the program and don't just take and, jo and don't just take from AA. I get that. We are so lucky to have this fellowship, no matter where we are in the world, what our status is, what we have done, what has been done to us. We simply understand each other. It's a gift. Well said, Kath. Your podcast has helped me immensely, and I thoroughly enjoyed listening to it. 
If I didn't have young children, I would have made the trip to your Sober Speak event. I really would. It was not the right thing to do, though, and I would, and it would have been beyond selfish of me. Very grateful for you and the work you do, John Cathy from the United Kingdom. Well, Miss Cathy, I wrote back to you and I said, you take care of those kids first. Don't you worry about my silly little Sober Speak Live event. And, and coming from the United Kingdom, that would be quite a chore. But anyway, I appreciate your thoughts. I, I, I really do. And uh, and I know you were there with us in spirit. And, uh, you know, you could just listen in on the the, the Facebook uh, Live event when whenever we uh, are, if we have another event. All right. Vanessa writes in on. On the Instagram. And she says, Hi, John. Just started listening to your podcast yesterday. I'm four months in Al Anon, and this podcast has been so beneficial in helping me understand my qualifier just by listening to two episodes. Can't wait to listen to more. Thank you for all you do. Well, thank you, Vanessa. I'm glad you, I'm glad we, and I say this to many people so many times, I'm glad that we can be a small part of your journey, right? I I know that this is not going to be the main thing, so to speak, that keeps people sober. It's the God of their understanding. It's going to meetings. It's reading the book. It's working the steps. It's doing what they can. But I'm I'm so thankful to God that he has allowed me to be a small piece of so many people's recovery. Uh, and the people that I bring in here on this podcast, uh, it is just really a blessing. Guy writes in, also on the IG, on the Instagram. And he says, thanks, John. Uh, I just need to make a decision. This addiction has had a grip on me for a very long time. I read the doctor's opinion about the allergy and it baffles me. I never thought of alcoholism that way, but it makes sense. Not an excuse, but the reality or truth. My father sobered up in 1983, so myself at 45 today, I've been around AA for many years. I always thought knowing the serenity prayer or keeping back or or keep coming back or it works or just information about meetings and the program would keep me in in check. Today I see alcohol as cunning, baffling, and oh so powerful. John? I see how it warps the minds and twists and turns reality. All very scary. You said on an episode, don't know if I was born an alcoholic, but when I drank, I became an alcoholic. That really hit me hard. Thank you, and thank you for your time. Have a fantastic day. Well, that was actually my friend Dave R. that I was quoting on one of the other episodes, and... uh I do understand that sentiment. Thank you so much for writing in. Hannah writes in, and Hannah says, by the way, isn't Hannah one of those names that is uh, like if you spell it backwards and forwards, it's the same. You can either spell it backwards or forward. What's that called? Like a pallid palindrome, 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 something like that. Nonetheless, Hannah writes in, (laughs) (laughs) Way too much discussion about Hannah's name. I am from Ithaca, New York. Man, I wonder if you're from Ithaca, New York, and you have a lisp, how it must be living in 
that city constantly having to say Ithaca. Nonetheless, I'm from Ithaca, New York, made it to AA in November of 2017. I lived in the DFW area. That's the Dallas area. For those of you who don't know that shortly before I got sober and I find myself wishing I had gotten the courage to get sober when I was there so I could meet you folks. Oh, well, I wish we could have met you too, Hannah. Just want to say thank you to you and your wife for your podcast. I have never been much for moderation. I started listening eight days ago and I've always, <laughs> I've already gotten through the first 50 episodes. <laughs> no, you're not for, for better. <laughs> moderation. I love it though. I love each and every message from every guest. You have been a channel to refreshing my program and inspiring action. Oh, that's great, Anna. I look forward to keep listening to every new episode. Hannah, and then she says, by the way, my name, you can spell it backwards and forwards. Ah, she didn't say that. I'm just completely kidding. I just made that part up. Okay, so this is a post we got in the uh, secret Facebook group. And this is from, hope I pronounce this right, Mar Mauricio. And Mauricio wrote in, said, just finished my third step and I was still struggling with the concept of a higher power slash God. My sponsor asked me what type of God I had and I replied, spiteful, getcha, God. Mm. Then he said, why would you want to give your will and your life over to that God? Good question by the sponsor. The beauty of this program is that you get to come up with your own version of a higher power slash God. So here's what I came up with. And it honestly had brought me to tears nearly every time I read my list. He says, my God, my God is kind and understanding. My God is helpful and loving. My God listens to me and provides me with solutions when I ask for help. My God loves me when there are issues. He will be there for me. My God has all the answers and they will be presented to me when I need them the most. My God inspires me to, do, to be the best person I can be. He helps me to accept the things that I am unable to change. My God has a plan for me, and all I need to do is be willing to accept his plan in order to carry it out. My God knows that I am not perfect and that I will make mistakes. He also knows how to help me and does. My God treats me with respect. My God is honest with me and will let me know what I need, even if it isn't what I necessarily want. My God will, will, excuse me, my God will put people in my path to help guide me on my spiritual journey. This can manifest in the form of doctors, therapists, spiritual leaders, groups, sponsors, and other enlightened or unenlightened beings. And then he says, my God, <laughs> you know what? I started to make a joke and, and add one on there. 
but I completely messed up the joke of what I thought was going in my head. So forget it. All right. Uh, when I say joke, that means that that's what I would what I would think is a joke. Most of you would. <laughs> probably think of it as annoyance. Nonetheless, that was absolutely incredible. And I wanted to read that on the air. Thank you, Mauricio. I sure do appreciate that. All right. Uh, Joe writes in from the central coast of California and he says, Hey John, how are you? I am replying to an old email that I sent in March. It's been a tough ride, but I'm glad to say I have 51 days sober and life is better than it was. I I added the emphasis on the 51 days sober. I am a big advocate for your show at my meetings. Well, thanks. I especially enjoyed Jerry J and Gary K. Don't know how many times I've listened to those two. Thanks for all you do. I enjoy Well, you know, here, here's a compliment right near here. I enjoy the quirkiness that you bring to the show. Big laughing, smiley face, two of them. He says, your laugh and the corny accents you do get me every time. Well, this should be your show. <laughs> it's great. P.S. Marie Antoinette was the last queen of France before the French Revolution. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. So on another uh, on another episode, for those of you who listened, there was a lady named Antoinette, and I was wondering out loud who Marie Antoinette was. I knew the name, but couldn't quite place where she was from a historical <laughs> context. And uh, I'm glad we have smart people like Joe listening in on the podcast. Anyway, all right, folks. Folks, uh, thank you so much for listening in. God bless you. Keep coming back. It works if you work it. And I will see you next week. Adios.